Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good morning. How are we doing out there, friends? It is Wednesday. How are we doing? Oh, my God, do we have a show for you. First of all, um, uh, t- today we ask a hundred humans to name a place where people discover the news. Nombra un lugar donde la gente descubre las noticias. Bueno, no solo un lugar. You know, a thing people use to access or discover or find out about current affairs. Okay. Um, in today's Complete the News, we, um, hmm, we, found out, we find out what was used um, uh, in a DDoS attack. Do you know what a DDoS attack is, Natch? Yeah, yeah, no, probably not, no. It's, um, I didn't, to be fair, until um, I looked it up today. It's a distributed denial of service attack. Basically, it's when hackers um, use many machines to access a website, so it makes it unusable for people. It's a hack, okay? So we find out what was used in a denial of service attack. Today's unpopular opinion is a juicy one, my friends. Um, most news, la mayoría de las noticias, most news is propaganda. Same word in Spanish, right? Propaganda. propaganda. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. By propaganda, I mean the dictionary definition. Information um, specifically biased or misleading in nature. Mm, on purpose. Right, um, but before that, friends, I'm here, you're here. Let's see what's going on in the world. A big good morning to Eugene Vero and all the other guys joining us in the live audience. If you want to be as cool and as sexy as those people, my friends, it's very simple. You go to twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian and you can find us there. All right, yeah, anyway, how are we doing? If you want to, by the way, participate in anything that we do outside of the show, you can do that on my um, on my Instagram. Uh, that's normally where people write to me and send me messages. Instagram at arroba at professional bohemian. That's bohemio profesional, pero en inglés. How are you doing this morning, Natch? It's hump day, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you doing Very okay? Well. Mm-hmm. All right, good, man. I'm glad. My mouth is hurting today. Yesterday, I broke my glasses live on air on the lunchtime show. Vero asks me here, did you fix your glasses, Rob? No, I'm wearing I'm wearing some older glasses that ironically are a little bit stronger than the ones that I used to have, which makes it hard to see the screen over there, but perfect for the screen that I have right in front of me. So uh, yeah, forgive me if I'm not making eye contact with the camera today. Yeah, let's see. So um, let's get into some news. Interesting news from the world of um, uh, from the world of tech, entertainment, and uh, science. Mm, let's see. So, in the world of tech, Tesla owners are told not to wear Apple virtual reality headsets while driving. Have you seen these things, Natch? The Vision Vision, Vision Pros, or whatever they're called. Dude, there are videos circulating um, uh, social media right now. For sure, one will appear in your feed eventually. Of people, like, sat on the subway in New York, driving, like, Tesla auto-driving cars. And while they're doing it, they've got these... Virtual reality headsets on in there. I don't know, doing things, man. It just looks ridiculous. But hey, who am I to who am I to judge? I think these things cost like four thousand dollars or something, or three three and a half thousand dollars. So yeah, Tesla owners have told not to wear them while driving. Se dice a los propietarios de Tesla que no usen cascos de realidad virtual de Apple mientras conducen. Like the most common sense advice ever, right? <laughs> Is this what Tesla owners are? <laughs> like the the kind of adult you have to say, you know, don't put your hand in the fire. Don't lick your fingers and put them in the plug socket. Don't drive while wearing virtual reality headset. Come on, guys. Guys, I know you love Elon. <laughs> I know you love him. But, you know, settle down. Uh, Tesla owners have been warned against wearing Apple's virtual reality headsets. Um, uh, the Apple Vision Pro while driving, following the circulation of viral videos showing drivers with a headset on in vehicles capable of a not autonomous driving. I've seen it, Natch, and I'll, let me tell you something. It's weird looking. It's like, 
We have entered the we have entered the the fifth dimension. <laughs> the U.S. Secretary of Trans uh, for Transport, Pete Buttigieg, emphasized on social media that all advanced driver assistant uh, systems require the driver to remain in control and attentive at all times. Despite some v- videos being pranks, the incidents have raised concerns about safety and the misuse of technology in vehicles. Apple's guidelines explicitly advise against using the headset while driving, and Tesla also insists on drivers maintaining control of the vehicles, even in autonomous mode. What everyone seems to be forgetting here is that humans are dumb. Is that humans are dumb? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Come on. Apple Vision Pro, which is described as spatial computing device rather than using the terms like virtual reality, went on sale in the US on February 2nd with a price tag of uh, $3,499. Just under $3,500, Natch. Wow. Um, Without a specific UK release date. Does this kind of technology interest you at all, Natch? You know, the old virtual reality thing? No, so far, no. Yeah, I, I did... I bought the Samsung when it was, you know, when they, you know they had a partnership with... But I can't remember the name of the company. Oculus, Oculus Rift. So I got... Um, or Oculus, I don't know. Um, I got the Samsung phone, and you know what? It was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, you put your phone in the thing... And, you know, it had controls and you could walk around. There were some rudimentary games and things. I'm going to be honest with you. I enjoyed it for a moment. It was entertaining. I used the thing for maybe two days. Never used it again. To spend $3,500 on a headset that I'm not sure I will ever really make any real use out of. You know, that's it's a bit more of, a, the, of an investment than I'm uh, prepared to make right now. But yeah, these videos are, are, are really ridiculous. I'll tell you what, if I find a decent, um, if I find a gain or if another one pops up in my feed, I'll post it on my Instagram so you guys can uh, can see it. Okay, next piece of news. YouTube, so entertainment news or kind of entertainment tech news. YouTube has become the biggest pay TV service in the U.S., YouTube has become one of the biggest pay TV services in the US. I predicted this years ago. Um, YouTube se ha convertido en uno de los mayores servicios de televisión de, televisión de pago en los Estados Unidos. Google has successfully penetrated the TV market with YouTube TV, positioning itself as the fourth largest pay TV service in the US by adopting a traditional cable company model rather than trying to innovate as a tech company. What does that mean, the traditional pay TV? You know when you kind of buy a service like Movistar and in there they give you Netflix and maybe HBO or maybe Disney, they kind of package a bunch of things together? Well, that was what cable was in the US, basically, the traditional cable TV stations. YouTube doing the same thing, and they are starting to grow and grow, becoming um, the industry standard out there in TV. Uh, good morning, Nuria Tam. Good morning, Eugene. How are you doing, friends? Good morning, good morning. YouTube TV now boasts over 8 million subscribers, trailing only behind Charter, Comcast, and DirecTV. This growth is attributed to its strategy of selling bundles of TV channels similar to conventional pay TV providers. This is going to happen with streaming platforms too. Uh, do you do you um, uh, do you get your Netflix or Disney? Do you get that prepackaged with like Movistar or Orange or something like that, Natch? I think I have HBO with Vodafone. You have HBO with Vodafone. Yeah, this is. I think this is the future. We kind of we we escaped from satellite TV, right? Which was the big thing here in in Europe, which is like the equivalent of cable TV in the US, where you'd have these package deals of channels, you know. And you know these streaming platforms are only going to become the same. You know, only here I think in Europe it will be run by the big telecom networks, Vodafone, Movistar, you know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly, because the the amount of these streaming services that there are, it's just um, uh, it's makes it harder and harder to to kind of 
watch everything or, or at least be subscribed to anything. It's too exclusive the price point. So yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I still think YouTube is probably the best of the streaming services, I'll be honest. And they don't do much in terms of um, like original programming. Do you Would you say you watch more Netflix or YouTube in your life? YouTube. Yeah, me too. Me too. Do the ads bother you? A little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would be honest, me too. In fact, the ads, I watch so much YouTube that the ads bother me a hell of a lot. And if I were ever to join YouTube Premium, it would be for that. Just for the convenience of being able to watch it without ads, to be able to, you know, use their music platform, which is apparently very, very similar to Spotify. Because I just hate watching the ads. Is that maybe the way to go for all? Is that a great model for all these streaming services to follow? Release a free version of your damn app, you know? And give people the, the ability to watch it with ads? I don't know. I don't know. Big technos, not me. All right, let's continue on. Final piece of news for today. Uh, this one's very, very interesting. Um, science, psychology. There is a curious link between depression and body temperature. A large study finds. Existe una curiosa relación entre la depresión y la temperatura corporal, según un amplio estudio. Natch, I'm killing it today with my Spanish, man. I'm out here on, a, on an island right now. Vaya nivelazo. There you go. <laughs> As my teacher, you think he'd be more proud. He doesn't care. <laughs> a large study led by the University of California, San Francisco, involving 20,000, well, 20,880 to be specific, participants from over 106 countries over seven months has found a significant link between depression and higher body temperatures. Yeah. Um, Nuritam, we don't have enough time to watch everything. Yeah, they're exactly right, Nuritam. Me neither. Who does? Who does? But what I do, like, I do get a sense, and I don't know if you'll relate to this in the chat or you'll relate to this, Natch. I always get a sense that I'm wasting my time when I watch, when I sit down and relax and watch Netflix, HBO. However, I don't get that feeling of guilt when I'm watching a ton of YouTube videos. Whether that be the kind of videos I consume, which tend to be about news, science, tech, things like that. Do, would you relate to that naturally? Is that only me? Well, it happens to me, with, yeah. When I watch series and related to reading a book, yeah. though it's almost the same, but I don't have that feeling of reading a book and I do. Uh, what's in a, uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting, man. And plus, you know, what happened to the days where we would actually actively have to go out and find and discover something new and good to watch? Now it's not about dis discovering or finding anything. It's about filtering out decent series from all the noise that there is. Anyway. Look, old man Rob being old. Grumpy. Grumpy Rob. Because he's wearing his bad glasses. <laughs> and he's got a toothache. <laughs> uh, this series, uh, this research, sorry, um, uh, the largest of its kind utilized both self-reported met methods and wearable sensors to access body temperature and depressive sim symptoms across geogra a geographically diverse sample. While it does not establish, establish causality, whether high body temperature causes depression or vice versa, it suggests a potential relationship worth further investigation. I've always been told I my body is I, like I run hot, you know. I'm like a, an estufa in, in La Cama. That's what Izzy says. Izzy is like an ice cube, you know. Sometimes I have to shake her to make sure she's alive. She's like freezing. Her little feet are freezing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I kind of have. I, I'm always running hot, like um. But uh, and, and I, I don't feel like I'm prone to depression. Do, uh, do you, Natch? Are you um? Do you run hot or cold? Do you have a like hot. a hot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's all going to be okay, Natch. I can recommend some good online AI. <laughs> some good, like, AI uh, therapists. <laughs> Even though they say they're bad. I don't know. <laughs> the findings open up new avenues for understanding and treating depression, hinting that regulating body temperature could be a novel approach to managing depressive symptoms. The study also explores the possibility that depression may be related to metabolic processes, generating extra heat or to be impaired or to impairing 
cooling biological functions, with future research needed to delve deeper into these connections. The discovery adds to the growing body of knowledge on depression, a complex condition with multiple triggers, um, and highlights the importance of exploring innovative tr um, treatment strategies. Fascinating stuff, man. Fascinating stuff. Yeah, he said, do you have a depressed loved one? You know, throw ice on them. That'll make them happy. <laughs> I'm so upset. I lost my job. My girl left me. Yeah. Get outside. <laughs> it's actually cold today, Natch. You feel that cold today? I've been so used to this February being pretending to be uh, March, April. <laughs> I forgot what the cold feel like. felt like. My God. Anyway, on that note, friends, let's go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular opinion. It's unpopular opinion time, guys. It's time for today's brain fat, today's pedo cerebral, today's pedo mental, today's rayada. How are you doing, Min? Joining us all the way from the Netherlands. Um, today's unpopular opinion is most news is propaganda. La mayoría de las noticias son propaganda. Hmm, interesting. Um, the bridge here says anything brain related is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still fascinated by the subject of consciousness. Mm. So there we go. Most news is propaganda. How do you feel about that, Natch? What's your immediate temperature reading? 100% true. 100% true for you. Um, how do you think people voted on Insta? Almost the same. A lot of true. Exactly. 83% true. This kind of makes me um, makes me a little sad. Today's unpopular opinion. It's something again. Um, these are most of these ones that we're doing this year up to now. Uh, ones that I came up with while I was in the UK, and this is an opinion shared, or has been shared to me a bunch of times. Obviously, people know I do a show that's heavily based on the day's current affairs and um, the zeitgeist. And people say to me, Rob, the news, it's just propaganda. It's all propaganda. And you've heard me several times say, look, most news that we access um, today comes with a pinch of editorial content or comes with an editorial leaning. What do I mean by editorial content? It's editorial. The term editorial content or the term editorial comes from a newspaper article that expresses the editor, del jefe, de los periodistas. It expresses the editor's opinion on a topical issue. So it's opinion-based um, content. Desfrazado. Um, uh, in disguise. It's news. It's editorial content disguised as news. You've heard me say that a bunch. Anyway, let's continue. Let's get into this topic because it is fascinating. Firstly, in the chat here, um, Vero says, false, not all news is propaganda. It all depends on the editorial line of the media in question. Many people use the media to stay informed. The bridge says, really, Rob, I hadn't noticed. I thought only I was interested in that stuff. Disfrathado. Did I say desfrathado? Oh, desnivelato, Rob. Bad boy. Um, okay. So, as always, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning. They gave me some pros and cons. Let's dive into that right now. So, in the pro column, agreeing that most news is indeed propaganda. Ownership and control. Many news outlets are owned by large corporations or individuals with specific political and economic interests, potentially influencing the editorial stance and the selection of news stories to align with these interests. A lot of um, lot to unpack there. It's true. Most of the big cable news um, uh, news outlets in the states, like if you've got a lot of pharmaceutical companies sponsoring your news shows, are you going to really report on the dangerous, or in the states at least, like um, predatory practices by um, pharmaceutical companies? <laughs> I would dare say you would, if not put a positive stance on that, you would maybe kill that news story to maintain that sponsor, to pay everyone's wages, to keep the wheels of the economy greased and turning. And that's sad because we need fair and um, and good independent journalism. Let's move on. Um, next uh, supporting claim, next pro in the pro column. News media often select which stories to report and how to frame them, which can 
serve to propagate certain viewpoints or agendas. This selective reporting can shape public opinion in ways that serve the interest of the news outlets, backers or political climate. A lot of truth to that one too. There was a period in the 2000s there where um, CNN tried to rebrand itself as a much more centrist, um, uh, not publication or um, news outlet, let's say. And um, what happened, the only thing they succeeded in doing was scaring away a lot of their core viewers. Imagine if um, uh, if Fox News, I mean, again, I'm using the States as an example because I think it's the, the most um, polarizing news system, let's say. Imagine if Fox News um, started praising Joe Biden and being very, very critical of Donald Trump and other kind of extreme far-right ideas. Do you think they would maintain their audience? No, they wouldn't. And they need their audience because their audience, via their advertisers, make them money. Next, access to information. Sometimes news organizations may rely on information from government or corporate press releases, leading to an uncritical um, dissemination. Yeah, dissemination of those entities' perspectives rather than independent journalism. A lot of truth to this. I used to um, I used to write for um, a lifestyle blog in New York, and a lot of the news that I reported was sent to me by way of press release, and I would just rewrite it in my own words. Lazy. It's lazy journalism. I'm not saying it's not. Finally, economic models. We need to attract advertising revenue or subscriptions. Um, all subscriptions can influence news content, pushing media outlets to produce content that appeals to a specific audience or avoids alienating advertisers, which can skew objectivity. Something we've um, we've just spoken about. All right, now in the con column, disagreeing with this, saying, no, 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 most news is not propaganda. Um, many journalists and news organizations adhere to strict ethical standards aimed at ensuring objectivity and fairness and accuracy in reporting. This includes practices like fact-checking, presenting multiple viewpoints, and distinguishing between news and opinion. You're saying, no, they don't, no, they don't. I mean, yes, they, there are a lot that do. The Guardian... Well, there are several news, um, new, I'm thinking New York Times, Wall Street Journal, there's still several, several um, good news publications that will clearly mark editorial com- content and try and be as unbiased as possible. That's up for debate. I know a lot of people don't like a lot of those publications. Um, let's continue. The proliferation of news sources, especially with the advent of the internet and social media, has made it easier for people to access a wide range of perspectives. This diversity can counteract the influence of any single propagandistic source. It's true. If the news for you is propaganda, where are you accessing the news? How are you accessing the news? What is What discretionary measures are you taking to get a biased... Uh, sorry, an unbiased view of what is happening in the world. Surely we cannot blame. We have to be adults here, put our big boy pants on (laughs) and say if we want to stay up to date, we're going to have to take news stories. We can't change the climate. We're going to have to take our news from several sources and try and dissect the truth out of there. Investigative journalism. There are numerous examples of news organizations undertaking in-depth investigative journalism that exposes wrongdoing, corruption, and abuse of power, often at significant risk and expense. This type of journalism is inherently opposed to the idea of of serving as propaganda. True story. True story. I mean, most of the big news explosions that happen, happen because of... uh, of, um, uh, of an investigative journalist deep diving, interviewing, and picking apart a story until they get to the truth. And that happens a lot. Anyway, let's continue. Public scrutiny and accountability. In democratic societies, news organizations are subject to public scrutiny, and there are mechanisms in place, such as press councils and ombudsmen, to hold them accountable. The potential for public backlash against perceived bias or propaganda acts as a deterrent. 
Didn't um, Fox News lose a case um, about having um, uh, having the word new news or uh, something about describing themselves as a, a news source rather than a, an entertainment channel? Didn't they? Weren't they in court recently over the over the election den- election um, denial that they they were engaged in um, uh, by the people who make the voting machines and they lost? And we saw a bunch of um, text messages and internal communications complaining about the kind of news and lies they were spreading. Look, I'm using Fox News as an example, but this happens on the right and the left side of the spectrum too. Interesting point, guys. I see your comments there in the chat. I will get to them when we get back from the break. You guys are on fire and I love it. Please come and join them. Twitch.tv barra professional bohemian and throw your voice in today's choir of opinions guys so many things you could have been doing this morning instead of doing those things you took the time to spend some time with me and it means the world see you soon hey guys if you'd like to support the show you can do so on patreon that's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian there you'll find vods of the episodes as they are recorded live blogs vlogs and behind the scenes content if you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo. P R O B O H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Probo Show live at 9 a.m. Central European time. Oh my God! What a show we've had. Um, we covered some news from the uh, the world of tech, where Tesla owners are being told not to wear Apple's virtual reality headsets while driving. <laughs> also, don't lick your fingers and pl- put them in the plug socket, little boy. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Um, uh, YouTube has become one of the biggest pay TV services in the US and um, a study has found that there is a curious link between depression and body temperature. All right, then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which is most news is propaganda. Okay, propaganda um, uh, information, especially of a biased or misleading nature used to promote a political cause or point of view. And it implies, you know, it's done intentionally. I like something that I read over the break here in the chat from um, from Min. He says, I would say it's biased, but propaganda is a big step from there. And with that, I would agree wholeheartedly. Can we get um, uh, can we get Probo approved for Min? Probo approved. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly, man. Um, uh, Eugene here, joining us from Russia, says, true, at least on Russian TV, internet, and radio. Um, Min says, definitely different per country. Russia, China, and the US have a much stronger bias in their news. Again, true story. I honestly, when I hear European people complain about the news, European as in, you know, Western European, I think... You know, you don't know how lucky you are. <laughs> um, let's see. Actually, it can't be true. Um, most news has to be... Hang on, wait. Let's see. Let's see. Hang on, wait. Min here says, actually, it can't be true. Most news has to be sport news and BS news about celebrity. That will be sensationalized, but won't be propaganda. Another interesting point. Look, news is not just political news, current, um, uh, like, world affairs. News are things like we report on this show. Science, tech, entertainment, you know? How and why would most news be propaganda? What worries me, friends, what worries me is when we stop accessing um, up-to-date current affairs information, we kind of, in in many ways, allow ourselves to be even more easily influenced when that kind of news dribbles to us through word of mouth, from friends and things like that. When you stop accessing the news for yourself, you start putting your um, the, the information you consume in the hands of the people that surround you rather than yourself. That, that worries me. Um, let's continue here. Sam says, usually people choose to read or see news that shares their opinion. So basically they bias themselves. And again, a great point. People do bias themselves 
oh, I don't agree with, um, I don't agree with The Hill, you know, um, a right-leaning um, online publication. Never reading it again. I actually read The Hill a lot. I like The Hill. Um, even though I don't share a lot of their political views. Um, I'm never reading it again. I'm only, from now on, going to read The Guardian. Um, well, okay. Well, you're not doing yourself any favors. And then in the uh, the other side of that coin of the the self-imposed um, bias is the self-imposition or how we allow social media algorithms to feed us news. So not only do we allow friends to feed us news, but social media algorithms to feed us news based on um, uh, whether we will click on it or not. You're much more likely to click on something you agree with, right? Or something that is is expressing outrage about something you are also outraged about. Hmm. So what real favors are the world of tech doing for us as individuals? I would say not many, really. Um, let's dive into some opinions I um, I received on um, on Instagram. Let's see, I got a few actually today. Um, Alex. Uh, you've got to look at the data. A lot of news outlets have biases that skew the info. It's not straight up propaganda all the time. But yes, there's a lot of noise to sift through. Yeah, true story. But has that not always been the case? I mean, come on, they've always, there's always been um, a left and right side of the aisle. And they have always had their own kind of news outlets that they choose to um, uh, choose to pay attention to. <laughs> you know, since I was a kid, a, mil a, a, a bazillion years ago. <laughs> um, let's see. Alex Becker says, I see where um, I see where people are coming from. Uh, this must have been sent to me later on. It's like we we need stories that bring us together and help us understand each other, not just stuff that drives us apart. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a side effect of the partisanship that is just in society, the, the polarizing nature of society right now. Um, and, and I think maybe the news or the media in general um, has a big part to play in that, but not specifically the news. But thanks anyway, Becca. Carlos says, um, you learn quickly that the news has an angle. Everything is about the angle. News is no different. It's about what sells or what agenda is being pushed. But still, I would say that's a far cry from propaganda, Carlos. Um, let's see, De Denise, I encourage my students to critically analyze everything they read. Some news can be biased or lean towards propaganda, but it's our job to teach the next, gener next generation how to think, not what to think. Oh, you are going to get a probo approved. Robo approved. Yes, Denise, exactly. I, I completely agree with that. Most people who decry the news as propaganda really aren't doing themselves any favors. Whenever I hear that, I ask them, my first question is, well, where are you accessing your news? On TV? <laughs> On social media? Are you just clicking links that come from your racist uncle? Is that what you're doing? Uh, I don't know. Eugene says Russian TV can make propaganda from every piece of news. I have an uncle, a beloved uncle that loves, Eugene loves Russia today. <laughs> and he was saying some things over at Christmas. And I said, are you watching Russia today? And he said, yes. Or, I've, or he volunteered the information. I can't, I can't remember which. Uh, Min says they'll probably brag about that on national TV soon, Eugene. <laughs> So, yeah, it's um, it's a fascinating debate, right? How much of this need, should be put into our own hands, the dissemination or at least the discovery of truth? I mean, we have to, we can only work with what we've got, guys. De decrying all news as propaganda does not help you. How much news do you read in a day, Natch, do you think? Or read or watch? Not many. No? No. Other than the Probo show, right? Other yeah. than up there. He's there taking notes. Oh, interesting. I need to find out about this. <laughs> um, yeah, not not much. You and, and many other people. I think the majority of people. Do, would you say you used to consume more news and it's fallen off over the years? You've become a little bit uh, jaded with um, with modern news? A little bit. Um, though I've never been a great news consumer. Yeah, I am. Um, 
I, me, quite the opposite. I mean, I've always, I used to read a newspaper when I was, um, when I was younger. And obviously with the advent of online news sources, you know, that kind of transferred over. I do still carry a lot of love for the newspapers I used to consume, but they're online versions. I subscribe to a few news sites. Um, they're, they're usually quite low in price. I think, isn't um, Wall Street Journal something like, I don't know, it's like $10 a year or something? I can't remember. Yeah, um, I feel like many of us are becoming more and more jaded over time. That, that idea of what we had, a free independent journalism, independent journalists doing the hard work, grinding on articles, we really don't feel like we, we see that in modern journalism. But it is still there. Not every publication is some clickbaity nonsense. Not every publication is trying to push political propaganda. And not every piece of news, my friends, most importantly, is subject to propaganda. Again, entertainment news, sports, um, uh, tech, science, psychology. Jeez. There are tons of areas you're missing out on if you're only, um, if you're narrowing your news window just to current affairs. Um, I feel like um, if I were voting today, I would have said false on this one because yeah, mainly because most news isn't propaganda because it's just not subject to propaganda. If Madrid, Real Madrid loses a football match, <laughs> Real Madrid TV does, doesn't say, you know, oh, no, we really won. Fake news. <laughs> so, yeah, on that note, and I would also say, guys, don't um, fall out of love with what's happening in the world. There are tons of great news sources still out there. You know, if you're looking for one, all right, well, give me, name one, Baldy, that's tense, that is unbiased. How about the Associated Press? Reuters? I don't know, take your pick. There are a ton of them out there. I think the worst thing we do we can do is to give up on the news because then those malicious elements within the news, within journalism, win, right? Because we stop paying attention and we need to demand um, better news, not give in to the bad guys. That's what I would say, friends. That's what I would say. That's my opinion. Um, but as Grandpa Bo would say, you know, your opinion, Rob, is everyone has one and they're like buttholes and they all stink, including yours. Guys, uh, let's find out the results of the poll. So I said most news is propaganda and you guys said... Today was an even 50-50 split. That warms my heart. That warms my heart. I'm happy about that. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Oh my God. It was a long walk to work today, friends, across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans. And I asked them all a question. Today's question was, name a place people discover or access the news. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. Places where people access the news. Um, first, I will say a big um, thank you to Raz Ravdos. Hey, Natch, how would you spell this name given the way that I say it? Raz. <laughs> How would you spell that? Like two R's, yeah. an A and two C, C it. Z. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm trying to say two R's, two A's, two Z's. So, you know, it's not too bad. So thanks, Raz. <laughs> um, Ravdos. Oh. <laughs> I'm feeling in a silly mood today. Gemma, Iz, uh, Izzy, Pedro, uh, Gabriel, B. Lopez, Materia Oscura, Vero, La Chica de la Segunda Fila, and many, many more. Thank you, thank you for participating online. As always, we turn our attention to the one and only Natch for the first uh, to rip the band-aid off. Where do people discover the news, Natch? On TV. Television. Television. Uh, Eugene and Vero in the chat, in the live audience, say TV. Hmm. A bunch of other people have said TV here as well. Um, Gemma. Uh, Ravdos said the Probo show, of course. Come on. <laughs> he also said TV in there. All right. 
is TV there? Yes, it is. Well done, guys. Joining us live, Eugene, Vero, and of course, The Natch. Well done. TV is there. Second most popular answer with 12 of 100 humans saying TV. Okay, Eugene in the chat says social media. Sadly, yes. I think the best thing that could happen to social media is it's impossible to post any more links. No more links on social media. I I think that would honestly be for the net benefit of not only the social media sites themselves, but of people in general. Um, All right, let's continue. So social media, is it there? Yes, it is. Eugene, well done. The boy is on fire today. Eugene, all the way from Russia, dropping some truth. Eugene, 10 of 100 humans, said social media is the fourth most popular answer. Um, Let's see. We see radio here. Vero also said radio in um, and a bunch of other people on Instagram. I think Ravdos said the the Probo show. This is indeed a radio show. Okay. Raz said Twitter, so she agrees with the social media answer. <laughs> um, is, is radio there? Yes, it is. Well done. It is the fifth most popular answer with nine of a hundred humans saying radio on fire guys well done all right um social media there appears in the chat again online says uh Nuria Tam. online not just social media you just access it and find it online mm, on the internet um anyone who gave more than one answer here Gemma. um let's see who else said this a bunch of people, um, Ravdos, a bunch of people who answered on Instagram also said the internet. Is it there? Nuriatam says the internet. Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> Nuriatam with 41 of 100 humans. It's the number one answer. Well done. Okay, you guys have identified four of the answers. There are three more. One very obvious, two not so obvious. Um, Eugene here says neighbors. Neighbors. Uh, you know, we kind of find out by via our neighbors. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to give it to him. Neighbors. Well done. Sam also said, well, okay, hang on. We'll get to what Sam said in a second. Neighbors. Well, friends is there. You find out from your friends did you see what happened with tesla they're having to tell people not to wear virtual reality glasses because people are idiots (laughs) vero says newspapers is newspaper there yes it is vero well done well done to all of you on instagram that also said newspaper it's there 10 of 100 humans said newspaper it's in third place well done There is one more. No one has said it in the chat. But someone did say it here. I think it was Ravdos. Um, Walking outside and witnessing news firsthand. (laughs) Like the Philomena Natch. Did you find out about the Philomena from your... like That was um, a big snowstorm that happened in Madrid a couple of years ago. Did you find out about it on the news or did you just open your window and see the snow? No, in the news. Ah, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow, dude. I was, I uh, like saw it from my window. I'm like, oh, look, there you go. News is happening. So, is eyewitnessing there? Is being a witness to the news there? Yes, it is. <laughs> Guys, for the first time in ages, no clues. You've done it. You have named a hundred humans. Oh, look at you. Beautiful, shiny people. So, I asked a hundred humans to name a place where people access or discover the news un lugar donde la gente descubre las noticias in position number we had to witness to eyewitness something seven of a hundred humans said that um in position number six from friends yeah no you're in a bar wherever you're talking and you know you find a, a tidbit about the news i am that friend by the way do you have a friend that always talks about the news natch no i oh, know 
Well, I am that guy, usually among my friends. Uh, did you hear about what's happening now with AI? <laughs> In position number five, we had the radio. Thank you, um, uh, thank you, Ravdos, for mentioning this show. Let me give you some news. Uh, yeah, the radio. Uh, nine of a hundred humans said that. In position number four. I wish it weren't true, but it sadly is social media. And you know what news sites, anyone, any site that publishes information should be given, oof, I don't know. We don't have, the problem is, Natch, we don't have the resources to fact check every piece of information that comes out on the, on the internet. Anyway, in position number three, with 10 of 100 humans saying this one, a newspaper, un periodico, de toda la vida, right? In position number two, we had TV, television. Television, 12 of 100 humans said that. God, you know, I would even question the reali- real, um, the reliability of TV news now. It's true, it is very, very biased. I wouldn't say it's propagandistic, though. And finally, anyway, in position number one, the internet. Well done, Nuria Tam, and those of you on Instagram that said the internet killed it today. 41 of 100 humans agreed with you. All right, guys, with no further ado, let's dive headfirst into Complete the News. Complete the News! This is Complete the News. I will give you a real news headline, um, but I will leave out some important information. Your job in the chat is to identify the missing information with the three options I give you. If you are one of the many people joining us in the chat, but you haven't said anything, this is your moment. Because all you have to write is A, B, or C. I know, I have someone who watches the show live, Natch, but they write to me on Instagram. <laughs> and they're like, no, I'm too scared. Don't be scared. This is your moment, A, B, or C. Uh, Carmen's with us. How are you doing, Carmen? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Strap yourselves in, friends. So, blank were used in a DDoS attack. Blank were used in a DDoS attack. Um, blank acaban de ser utilizados en un ataque DDoS. What is a DDoS attack? It's a distributed denial of service attack. It's a cybercrime in which the attacker floods, uh, inunda, floods a server with internet traffic to prevent users from accessing it online. Does that make sense, Natch? Am I describing that well? So a common DDoS attack is, you know, you ask all your hacker friends and you have like a program on your computer that floods an internet site with traffic so no one else can access that information. Okay, so blank were used or were just used in a DDoS attack. Blank acaban de ser utilizado en un ataque de DDoS. Is it A, 3 million smart toothbrushes? <laughs> Tres millones de cepillos de dientes inteligentes. Is it B, 50 Sony PlayStation 5s? Um, 50 PlayStations. Or is it C, 20 autonomous lawnmowers? <laughs> 20 corta cespes, autonomous. Woo! A, B, or C, friends. Blank were just used in a DDoS attack. Was it A, 3 million smart toothbrushes? Um, cepillos de dientes inteligentes. Was it B, 50 Sony PlayStation 5s? Or was it C, 20 autonomous lawnmowers? Corta céspedes. Oh, céspedes. How se dice um, lawnmower? Corta céspedes. Ah, oh, they said it right. Oh, I'm confused, Natch. Because I say these words. No, Será posible. Vaya nivelazo. Thank you, sir. All right, anyway. <laughs> I love it when it's so random, says Carmen. Yeah, yeah. Today is a, is a random one. What do you think, Natch? Where's your head at with C. this one? You think C, 20 autonomous lawnmowers. Are you just saying that for the troll or do you honestly believe it? <laughs> but no, everything is possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, you say C, the chat 
our friends, our our, um, uh, our second oracles here in the in the chat seem to be, yeah, seem to be settling on B. B is definitely in the minority. Carmen says, "I wish it was A." Hmm. But B, who wins here? <laughs> Nat says um, C. The audience says B. Well, let's see, shall we? Okay, what was just used in a DDoS attack? You're going to love this one. It was A, 3 million smart toothbrushes. <laughs> Is that one that I win? <laughs> I think I won today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. In a surprising turn of events. This news, by the way, coming from ZDNet. In a surprising turn of events reported by the Swiss newspaper, or a Swiss newspaper, around 3 million smart toothbrushes were commandeered by hackers to uh, execute a DDoS attack, um, <laughs> causing significant disruption to a Swiss company for several hours and resulting in millions of euros in damages. These everyday bathroom items powered by Java and integral to the Internet of Things, IT or, uh, IoT, I don't know if you've heard of that. That's where they incorporate the Internet in, um, in random devices. Um, were transformed into a botnet army, flooding the company's websites with fake traffic and taking its services online. This incident highlights the, un- the growing threat um, landscape as more devices become connected to the internet. <laughs> I love it! Yeah, there you go, guys. See, haven't we said this before? Didn't we do an unpopular opinion said there are too many smart devices? We need more dumb devices. <laughs> if you ever wanted a better example of that, right here in today's Complete the News. Guys, what an amazing show. Thank you for joining us. It's been an absolute pre- pleasure. We've had news from all over the world. Don't give up on news, guys. Trust me. Um, being up to date is very, very important. Uh, don't be told what to think. Um, discover what to think for yourselves. All right, my friends. That's all we've got time for, to, for today. Um, so many things you could have been doing this morning. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me in the Natch, and it means the world. See you next time. Oh.